Give me some stats. Stat. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Value for Value podcast. My name is Kyron, host of the Mere Models and Mere Models book reviews, but also this one, which is for digital content creators, those who are trying to connect more deeper with their audience, uh, connect more deeply with them, and to also monetize their show to be able to find a way of creating a sustainable lifestyle, I suppose, with what they're creating, whether this be through podcasts predominantly is what I'm talking about here, but hopefully also in other manners of digital uh, connection mediums, as we've talked about previously with music and with writing and things like this. So this topic for today, I'm going to be talking about podcasting 2.0 stats. Is the V for V ecosystem growing? And the thing with stats is... ah, Look, I could just be a nerdy thing on my part, but everyone seems to love stats and graphs, you know, and uh, I wanted to stick, I suppose, with the general trends of what is happening with value for value and with podcasting 2.0 is this stuff gaining adoption. And I'll do a kind of personal case study probably in about a month's time of my actual experiences using the value for value model and give you some real data on, on how, like, you know, how many Satoshis have come in, how many people have supported the show and, and things like this. So that's one for a, for a month's time um, where I do my kind of like big recaps of three quarters and things like this. So let's go into some of the current stats that we see from podcasting 2.0. And this is definitely an episode you'll want to be listening to on a podcasting app, which does show the chapters and images and links because I'm going to be referencing quite a few graphs and uh, things like this. And the first graph, let's talk with um, adoption of tags. And in particular, I'm going to be looking at the two tags related to money, 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 money. So the first, this being value blocks, which as I mentioned in one of the previous episodes, episode number, oh, let me bring up my, um, my actual numbers here. I'm pretty sure it was 43 and 44. Yeah, this was related to micropayments and boostergrams. So the value block, putting a lightning address in your actual feed for people to uh, be able to boost in via all of these cool new apps. And we can see on the chart here, uh, these these charts go from uh, about five months worth of data. So starting on the 1st of May, 2023, you Americans with your five slash one slash 2023. So confusing. And then going to basically the start of September. And you can see pretty linear uh, chart going up from around 13,100, 13,200 value blocks um, all the way up to about 15,000 as of September of 2023. So we can see there's a, in a, you know, four or five month period there, there's been a jump of about 2,000 podcasts jumping up. So that's pretty cool. And then the one below it is related to the funding tag. And so this is being able to put a link for people to support you into i suppose your bio or into your your podcast and it will show up as like a little dollar sign within certain podcasting apps which people can click and that will take them to a uh, like a patreon link or to a paypal which is what i have on this podcast or to perhaps a buy me a coffee it's it's basically a way it's a link that people you can send people to which will uh, be able uh, for them to support you with the the fiat and so once again, going from May of 2023 to September, and we can see there was about 35,500 podcasts with the funding tag in it. And this has jumped up to about 42,400, something like that, 42,000. So 
adoption of tags related to money, you know, that's pretty good. That's a uh, 12% and 15% in four months respectively for those two graphs there. And this is where you can go, okay, well, obviously there's quite a bit of adoption going on here. You know, is this a linear or is this an exponential one? It's kind of hard to tell with just four months. Well, I mean, like with four months, it's relatively obvious. It's a, it's a, a linear type graph, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about how this perhaps isn't reflective of the overall numbers or um, of compared to the amount of podcasts are, that are out there. So let's jump on to the next one here. And this is a graph showing the amount of Satoshis that have been boosted in on a seven day period and on a 90 day period, uh, as well as the amount of transactions and the amount of unique senders doing this. And so for reference, I've uh, taken the uh, data from this from a couple of different sources. Most of it's coming from the uh, podcasting 2.0 API, which is uh, basically the way for for you to access the podcast index, which has all of this data on, on you know, the amount of podcasts that they have in their system, what sort of tags they're using. And people have created graphs from this and I'll, I'll give them um, reference in the uh, kind of end of the show notes and, and things like this. But you can also find the chapter in the chapter links in the um, there's a link to where you can find these graphs as well. So these are two graphs which are just showing basically that uh, it's it's kind of been relatively stable, I guess, on a seven day period and on a ninety day period for the amount of boosts and things coming in. And so I've gotten a couple little takeaways for it here. So the correlation of the lines, what you'll see is basically the amount of sats that are being Satoshi's being boosted in, the amount of transactions and the amount of unique senders, they, they roughly follow each other, um, especially on the seven day period. You can see when, then the, when there's less people boosting in, uh, there's less support and there's less amount of transactions. And this is, I think, just a good check to go, okay, uh, are people, are listeners who are tuning into podcasts and supporting their favorite podcasters? Um, you know, is this just being reliant on a couple of individual people or is it the amount of people all roughly behave the same way? And so kind of just to illustrate this, you know, imagine if you had 10 people who were the biggest supporters and they were far outweighing their support in um, in whatever shows that they wanted to. Uh, and if perhaps for, a, you know, they went on holiday or a couple of them went away or, um, you know, didn't access their podcast for whatever day or things like this, if they were the ones who were really predominating the charts and were having an outsized impact, you would see you'd only have one less unique listener, but the whole support amount or the transaction amount would drop dramatically. Uh, which is not what you see. What you see is that all of these lines roughly correlate with each other, which means the people who are listening and who are supporting, they're all roughly kind of taking the same amount of actions. Uh, the the amount of support they might use is is varying and dependent on, you know, the person, I guess. So some people who are perhaps more wealthier, they might be willing to send in, you know, 50 bucks to a show really regularly on a once a week or once a day basis, who knows? Whereas other people who more, more like myself, who don't have <laughs> 50 bucks to spend daily on, on, uh, on their favorite podcasts, they, they use smaller amounts, but what you can see, okay, the lines roughly match up. So when I'm talking about this, I'm really looking at the, the seven day chart. 
another takeaway to see here is that on average, there's about 109 sats sent per transaction. And so if you were to equate this into dollar terms, it would be about two cents, I think. Uh, this would be in US dollars, I think, or Australian, you know, it's, it's roughly the, the same when it's at these low, low levels. Uh, so what, what do you guys use there? Pennies in the US. And the takeaway from this is, I guess, just micropayments work. If you were seeing transactions of this amount and uh, they weren't reaching the podcaster, look, I can just say on a personal note, they are reaching to me and they're not all being spent on fees for, you know, the amount of uh, like PayPal, for example, if you were to use that, they've got a base fee and then they take a chunk of percentage on top of that. A lot of these apps do have a percentage that they ask for to, you know, to help support their development to for providing all this infrastructure. But what you can see is like, okay, the, the transaction amounts are pretty small, but they're still working. It's not like there's a big gap between what people are sending in to me and what I'm actually receiving. And yes, I know this because I do tons of test boosts to myself and to other people, and I can see, okay, they're, they're receiving it. So you know, micropayments work, the lightning network is actually working. So that's a, a good takeaway from that. Another one is that there's a roughly on average about 300 people per day. And the rough amount that they're supporting in a single given day is about $1 as well. Um, so uh, obviously this is gonna be changing depending on some, you know, some people would probably be sending $10 a day and then others would be sending you know, 10 cents a day, but it all, averages out to that amount. And what you can see is $1 a day is, is certainly affordable for most people. And this is probably about how much I'm personally spending, maybe a bit more. And uh, it's, I guess it's just affordable is, is the key takeaway. So one, you know, it's affordable to be sending these small amounts per day, $1 per day, and it's actually reaching the destination. Whereas if I was trying to send a dollar per day using a PayPal, it wouldn't work because they take, you know, 50 something cents of that plus an extra thing on top. And so only what 30 cents of that would, of that would actually reach the, uh, the podcaster. Whereas in this case it would be, you know, 95%, 97%, something like that. So one, you know, it's affordable to do as a listener and it's actually working and getting to the correct destination. And then the final one here, which isn't uh, exactly related to this chart, but you know, if you take the 90 days, you can see that there's about uh, $26,000 uh, US being sent through the, the Lightning Network to podcasters. So this is about um, 100 million sats, which is a, a Bitcoin essentially. And if you take this over a year long period, that would be about $100,000. So it's still not a crazy amount of money. You know, if you were to divide that with the amount of uh, people with value blocks, as we've seen, uh, which is 15,000, you know, that would only be like four, $4, $6 per podcast, something like that. Uh, but this is not the best way of looking at it. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. And uh, if you compared this to, so $100,000 over a year long period for using the value for value uh, lightning transaction payments with Bitcoin. And if you compare it to like the rough ad market, for example, for podcasting, which I believe is around the $2 billion range, you can see uh, per year, you could say, okay, there's, there's a fair amount of room to grow here. And this is where I just want to put 
this kind of caveat, which is it can be easy to spin or these numbers in a positive or negative way. So if you wanted to put it in a negative way, you could just say, you know, most people aren't using these tools to support versus lots are. And in in this case, you could go, you know, it's flatlining. The the ecosystem's not growing. Uh, sure, more people, more podcasters are putting value tags and funding tags in their in their podcasts, but are they actually getting supported more? Oh, look at the ninety day; it's it's flat and it's not growing. People aren't supporting more. That's kind of the negative way of putting on it. Uh, the positive way is like you got to remember that all of this stuff is is kind of bell curved and. It's really only when you take the charts over a longer period where you can see <laughs> it's been basically exponential because none of this existed two years ago. So, uh, hell yeah, it's growing. You know, now people are sending a, a, a Bitcoin every 90 days through this to their favorite podcasters. And yeah, sure, it's not. It, it, once again, if you divided the total amount by the amount of uh, podcasters who with a value block, you, you'd go, okay, it's nothing. It's $6 per podcaster. Like that's nothing uh, in, in a 90 day period or sorry, in a, in a year long period, that's, that's worthless. Like, you know, what's the point? But once again, it's, this is kind of like a bell curve or exponential thing where look, most podcasts with this in there, they've just chucked it in. They haven't told their podcast, their favorite, um, they haven't told their listeners, Hey, can you support me using these methods? They've just put it in there. So if you don't ask, nothing's gonna come through. And I can just say, personally, I have been asking and I have been uh, you know, very vocal about um, my listeners supporting me. And I have certainly earned more than $6 over a year long period. So the it's it's important to note, I guess, that all of this is not, you can't just average things out and say this isn't working because it's such small amounts on an average. If you look at your kind of end goals or what you're trying to do, you can see, okay, this is actually getting to uh, a period where, or uh, I suppose an amount, a, a value, which is sustainable for, for actually having a, a lifestyle to be able to, to live upon. And I'll talk about more, that certainly more in the case study that I do in next month, but I can just say, you know, for me, it's not there yet, but it's getting there. And it's certainly a lot closer than I was a year ago. And so, uh, yeah, this was just, I, I suppose, something to to look at. Um, and there was, I guess, some with a funding tag, for example, I have no idea how much is going through PayPal or Patreon or buy me a coffee. I, I don't know these things. So I can't see those numbers. So um, it is just encouraging if you go back to that, that first graph, um, which was with the feeds with value blocks and feeds with the funding tag in the second chapter, that is just where you can see, okay, well, podcasters are actually adopting these. They are starting to to put them in their feed. So it doesn't mean nothing. There is something there. Uh, and then the, the last one graph that I have here is that uh, it's uh, a couple of things. So I'm showing the total podcasts in the index and how often these are getting published. Uh, I've got a, a little piece of information down the bottom left here, which is showing the amount of podcast with value blocks, transcripts, funding tags, chapters, medium of music, medium video. So just a lot of the tags. And then the top is showing these um, over time, starting from the, uh, what's that? November of 2022 up until September um, of 2023. So a bit of a longer period. 
once again, like you can just see all of these lines are they're, they're linear, but they're going up. And there are a lot more podcasters using the funding tag, transcripts, value blocks, chapters of music and of video. And I suppose my takeaway from all of this of the, you know, 4.2 million podcasts that are in the fee, uh, in the index, there's probably about, you know, 400,000 of them that are really active as in they've, they've posted something in the last 60 days in the last two months, because a lot of podcasts have been created and people aren't working on them. And what you can say with this, okay, you know, of the 10% of active shows, uh, sorry, of all of these shows, 10% of them have put a funding tag or, or a value block in their, in their, well, definitely the funding tag and maybe the value block as well. So, you know, my, my assumption here being because the funding tag is such a relatively new thing, it's likely only that shows which are active are putting it in. So when you put it that way of the, all the podcasters who are actually creating podcasts at this moment, 10% of them have a mechanism for their, their audience to support them within their actual RSS feed. You can say, okay, well, you know, the takeaway from this is supporters desired. There's, these are podcasters who are actually going to the effort of saying, here's a way that you can support me. And so if you're taking this in like the value for value approach, you'd go, okay, well, this is obviously where people are wanting to be supported by their listeners and not relying only on an advertising or a sponsorship model or something like this. So that I thought was a kind of cool little takeaway to go, all right, well, you know, 10% of shows, that's, that's actually a fair chunk, <laughs> especially because this all is so decentralized. This all is, uh, you know, people are doing self-hosting, there's so many different hosts from, you know, Buzzsprout to RSS.com to Captivate to, you know, Transistor to blah, blah, blah. There's so many different places that people can go to. Uh, and not all of these hosts have made it easy for, for podcasters to put these tags in as well. So just on my portion, I would say like, okay, this is a pretty encouraging sign. Another one new mediums being used. This is where you can see the, the medium tag of music and of video and especially music over the last like two month period since uh, the, the Boostergram ball came out, since the ability to use value time splits, which I talked about quite extensively in episode 46 and in uh, 45 and 46. That's where you can see, okay, people are actually using these mediums as well, these new ones. So it's not just supported um, podcasters who are reaping the benefits from this. It is uh, other musicians. It is um, people who create video, for example. And so, yeah, just as a kind of general sum up on the current stats, once again, if you want to put a negative light on it, you can. But I think on a positive way for me, just in this you know, 90 day rough period that I was looking at. Um, it shows that it's sustainable. It shows that people aren't, supporters aren't dropping off, that there is money flowing through the system and that uh, the podcasters themselves are starting to adopt all of these tags. So I think uh, on a personal note for myself, I'm, I'm looking at it in a positive life light. And the way that I really look at this is let's go for a little blast to the past. And by that, I mean, in, you know, three years ago, because uh, the podcasting 2.0, uh, it only started in September of 2020. So, you know, it, it almost exactly three years ago. And just looking back, it's important to remember how all 
like how new all of this is. And um, me personally, I joined the kind of podcasting 2.0 in July of 2021. So I was a little bit late to the game. I was what, like eight months behind, something like that. And uh, I've got a little screenshot here, which is showing um, Adam Curry of, uh, and I, I bookmarked this because I, at the time, because I thought it was pretty cool. And he's replying to Daniel J. Lewis and, and James Cridland from Pod News. And he's saying, you know, it's no longer how important how many people use an app. It's how much value an app generates is my new metric. And so he's saying, here's the podcast index daily metric. And because the podcast index asked for a 1% split or from the apps to help support the index and help make all of this happen, that's how we get all of this data. And so what he's got here is just a, a little, uh, I suppose, screenshot a capture of of uh how much has been flowing through the system and it was you know like uh this is over the last day eighteen thousand sats through breeze for 599 transaction customatic uh 1600 fountain the big baller 23258 uh and then he was saying you know apple and spotify bring zero value to me which is crazy because if you go okay well from September of 2020, there was literally nothing. There was no index. There was no um, Bitcoin. There was no Lightning. Uh, some of these apps didn't even exist. And then now, uh, a year later, so this is in you know October of 2021, there's six apps and they're sending about 60,000 sats per day. Okay, well, you know that's not a huge, uh, crazy amount. Let's jump to three years later. Well, now it's 12 about 12 apps and they're sending 1.5 million per day okay well that's a <laughs> that's a pretty big jump there and so there was a there was actually a point right near the beginning where i had enabled about three or four of my podcasts with value with, with the value tag uh, and i remember distinctly that at that time there was only about 300 to 500 podcasts with it enabled at all and so i you know I dominated 1% of the value market. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> it was just such a kind of new revolutionary thing. Like, and it was hard. God damn, it was hard trying to figure out all of this stuff. You had to do so many things to 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 get onto it. But I can certainly say it's improved dramatically with places like Fountain allowing you to, to help put sats into you um, to, to do it in a... Uh, I guess a method by really, really easily, if you're a podcast host, just putting in your your email, they'll create a, a wallet for you. They'll do all the stuff. <clears throat> Brilliant. It's it's there and it's ready to go. Uh, and you can actually start using some of the actual podcasting hosts now, such as Blueberry, um, to to be able to put this information in your feed. Okay. And then the final portion with this is just does all of this matter? Does growth matter? Is this a healthy ecosystem? Is this actually, you know, are we going to the moon? Is this, you know, metrics wise, 12%, 6%, 100% it's like, are we, are we growing? And I think the important thing to remember is just, there's no point if it doesn't reach your end goal. And it's important to consider what is your end goal? Is it just to cover the costs of your podcast for creating it? Is it a little bit of bonus pocket money perhaps? So it's just a nice to have. Uh, are you looking for a full-time income? That's kind of the position that I'm more at. Are you looking to become a millionaire? Are you looking to become a billionaire? Uh, 
these are the important things to consider when you're looking at the value for value system and the ecosystem and all of these numbers I was just saying here. <laughs> I want to reiterate, which I was one of the things that really attracted me to podcasting 2.0 is that nobody's going to become rich from this. And if someone does become rich, you know, I'm talking multi-millionaire or billionaire level, something's gone wrong because this is meant to be for everyone. And so we've seen, okay, there's 15,000 um, podcasts with the value tag enabled in it. We've seen, okay, there's, you know, 300 people roughly per day sending money to their favorite podcaster. And that this is going to be different people as well. It's not the same 300 people because, you know, some people, you don't listen to podcasts every single day. Um, and, this is where it's just going, okay, well, what do you want? Um, do you want to become a billionaire or a millionaire? This is probably isn't the place for you. The value for value model probably isn't the way to do it. You probably want to go down a much more, I would say, riskier route, which is going for the kind of like Joe Rogan or being picked up like a, by a massive, massive podcasting company or just creating something so viral, so you know, it's very, very, very hard to do these things. Whereas the value for value, it's much more of a steady growth. You know, you keep plugging away at your podcast, you be consistent, you make sure that your ask is really good, you make sure that you're doing things well, and that people know about it, you keep providing value to your audience. And over time, this will accumulate, and you will be able to start sustaining yourself or reaching these little goals of covering costs. I'm at that moment at the moment where, yes, um, I'm, I'm earning enough to cover costs for the podcast. Brilliant. In fact, I've probably reached the, the stage where it's now like, oh, I got a little bit of bonus pocket money here. This is awesome. I need to keep creating something great, um, something you know magical, something that draws people in, being consistent, providing this value so that I can start reaching this next stage of, you know, a full-time income of being able to do this and uh, being supported by it and being able to live in the world and pay rent and food and all of these sorts of nice things. But, you know, I'm not looking for a million dollars. If I, if I can get, you know, 40 grand a year, and this is Australian, so that would probably be like, I don't know, 30, 25, something like that, that I would consider myself blessed. I would consider myself like I've done it, I've made it. <laughs> and that that's what I'm trying to do. And this is where it's just like, okay, you know, all of these things, does does growth matter? It only matters into your context. If if you're reaching the goals that you're looking for, um, that's that's perfectly fine. And it you don't you don't want to, for example, be looking at the value for value and it's like, what type of podcast will get me the most um, support from using the value for value method. In this case, you'd probably be saying a Bitcoin podcast because this is where um, uh, using the Bitcoin as the mechanism for sending it. Obviously, with the the fiat and the funding, well, it could be any sort of show. Um, no agenda, for example, is probably one of the biggest. They and theirs is about news and media, but it's it's dependent on you. It's dependent on you to figure out what you want. And all of these stats and metrics I gave you just here, they're nice things to know. They're nice to know, okay, this is actually growing at least on a year long time scale on you know, years and years. But if you're looking at this for like the next 90 days and you're saying, I want to capture this, I want to get all of this money or something like this, this isn't the place for you. This isn't the place to be doing this. It's, it's a long-term 
thing that you need to work at. And um, yeah, that's kind of just my my little encouragement there for for that and trying to squelch down any um, unrealistic uh, expectations of growth because uh, growth doesn't matter. It's, a, it's about how you live in the world and it's about how you feel and interact with your audience. That's the whole point of the value for value model. And another point of it is to thank some people who helping to be supporting this show. And man, this is probably one of the best weeks I've ever had. So uh, before I get onto that, Mr. Adam Curry, can you please take it away with the Boostgram Lounge music? Welcome to the Value for Value Boostgram Lounge. Okay, I'm going to do this in a different method than normal because I've got quite a few coming in here. And so once again, a Boostgram is a message you can send within your podcasting app. It will go directly to me with a message with a payment of Satoshis, i.e. money. And this helps to support the show, helps to support me, helps me to reach that goal I'm looking for of creating a sustainable income for myself to be able to continue to create these shows, to create the the value for value podcast and the mere models and the book reviews, um, because I want to provide value in that way. This is the way that I want to, to live in the world. And, um, it's it's very much appreciated when I when I get these in and it helps give me some uh, good content for the show. So starting off from lowest to highest, we have cardboard giraffe three hundred and uh, yeah three hundred thirty three sats sent using fountain. It gives me a yellow love heart emoji. Ah, cardboard giraffe, thank you so much. Coming hot after him is a little test boost that I did for myself because I had to change up some things in my feed. I will talk about that shortly. And then we have the golden dragon. He says, thank you for this podcast. I am boosting the pledge I made on my second to last blog post over at goldenblogathon.com where Bearded Tech and I are looking to implement V4V on blogs. Invaluable information here, sending all the sats the blog has made so far. Dude, that is, uh, man, I'm um, I'm heartwarmed. I'm so appreciative of that because that's, that's you know, your hard work and you're choosing to send that over to here. Uh, I have actually checked out his blog and he's got some pretty cool information on there. This actually has been something I've been struggling a little bit with, um, mostly just because I want to make it easy for people to boost me. And so I've tried implementing a couple of things on my own website. If you go meremodelspodcast.com slash support, you can kind of see what I've got going on there. It's not as good a model as a method as I would like. Um, and so I'm actually, I might be doing an episode on, on what he's working on over here, because I think it is, um, useful for kind of the tech side of things as well, uh, text, text and tech side of things. So, um, thank you very much, Mr. Golden Dragon. Um, I did look up your name, but I've, um, I've forgotten it, unfortunately. Sorry, sorry, my friend, uh, coming straight after him, we've got Mr. Cole McCormick from the America plus podcast with his favorite boost a five, four, nine, two sent using fountain as well. And he says, I'm guilty of promoting a single app. Looking back, the decision was to simplify podcasting 2.0 and value for value narratives. But as time moves on, I've been wanting more reach within the other modern podcasting apps. I need a succinct way to talk about the project and system and options upgrade and progress. <laughs> Very cool, Cole. Yeah, this is look, it's it makes sense, right? It's it is such a complex ecosystem of so many different things. I talked about this on the mere models in a recent episode I did on, on Bitcoin. And I wasn't trying to convince people of, of that. I've kind of come to my own conclusions after, you know, three years of studying it, of, of saying, okay, yeah, this is actually legit. Uh, but the problem with it is you have to learn 
all of these various side things. You have to learn about um, open source. You have to learn about um, finance. You have to learn about uh, the monetary system of, of lending, of what is money. And podcasting 2.0 is very similar, which is and value for value, which is I think at the on the surface is relatively simple. But if you want to understand podcasting 2.0, you do have to understand about the relationships between the hosts of listeners and the apps. You do have to understand about how RSS works. That's just something I had to to really dive into. You have to understand about you know what is tipping donations, how people feel when they um when they donate of the feedback loop of all of the topics I've talked about here. And so, yeah, it, look, it's a process of simplifying it and then expanding it, I think, and doing it in a way that you can do. And um, yeah, I'm really keen to see how you um, progress with that, Cole, because um, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, man. I, uh, I, I fully feel you. Coming in next, we have one which was uh, actually coming from yesterday, and it's a uh, an old an old podcast um, supporter for this show because I'm pretty sure I've seen his name before. This is Steve Webb, the Godcaster. This is um, one of the guys, the gentleman who first found out about podcasting, you know, back in 2004, 2005, and was um, very quick on the bandwagon of um, of jumping on and creating a uh, his Godcast. And man, he's been doing it for a while and I'm honored. And he says, great show. Thanks for all the great info. 7,777 Striper Boost sent using Fountain again. Man, thank you. Thank you so much, um, Steve. I, I really do appreciate that. God is on my side with uh, value for value. <laughs> um, we have now coming in to some bigger baller boosts over here. We've got Macintosh from Generation Bitcoin. He says, how many episodes a week are you doing now? The laughing emoji face. Having trouble keeping up. V for, v, v for V for life. That's too many fours in there. V for V for life or something like that. Macintosh. <laughs> 21,000, which is a, I guess you'd call it a Bitcoin boost. Um, sat sent using fountain. Uh, at the very moment, my friends, I'm doing one book review. I'm doing one value for value and I'm doing two mere models ones. So it's four. There was once upon a time where I was doing eight <laughs> because I had a, another show called Brazenias in Spanglish uh, where I was doing book reviews in Spanish and I was just doing conversation. I was doing so much, two book reviews a week. That was way too much. Um, four actually feels pretty sustainable. I've been doing this for a little bit now uh, and I feel this is probably about as much as I'd want to get to um, for four episodes a week of various different podcasts and um yeah I, th I think that's that's working well for me so that's probably about roughly when i want to keep it up and uh if you want to know more about bitcoin i'd actually recommend uh generation bitcoin because it's got uh, some pretty handy episodes there on, on how to learn about that and then finally the biggest baller of the boosters we've got chris lass from Jupiter Broadcasting. And he says, thanks for the kind words. Boosting to say you have nailed the ideas of V4V. V. This is going to be my go-to podcast for creators trying to wrap their noodle around all of this. 60,000 sats sent using Fountain. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Chris. So much for that, man. Um, really does help. Uh, I appreciate it greatly. And it also helps to support this show to keep things ticking over. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's really gratifying, man, um, to, to know that. And yeah, look, this show, what I'm noticing from this is because I'm being so specific with my, what I'm trying to do with it and who I'm trying to help, uh, I'm noticing it. it is, uh, you know, kind of like paying the dividends in 
and um, both support and the the variations of support coming through of of uh, you know people leaving comments on the on the YouTube video YouTube video I made for the music podcast and things like this. So uh, very very much appreciated, my friend. Thank you so much for that. And that was wrapping up our value for value boostergram section here. And yeah, if you want to know more about all of you know how much this is actually contributing to to I suppose the mere models uh, because it all kind of falls under that brand I guess for what myself and Juan are doing over there um yeah check out the episode that we do in uh, about uh, that I'll do in about a month's time on here of uh the case study so you're gonna have to wait for that one people this is my little my little teaser right here uh, before I go on, I do want to just, uh, say a big thanks to CSB for last week's episode of, um, of everything that he was doing. Uh, if you were noticing while boosting in, I didn't have him in the feed, uh, had some problems with fountain. And so I'm actually going to move on to blueberry and, um, do everything via there. And so hopefully now everything will be a, a little bit smoother. Um, and this is where it's just like, you got to. You got to work at this stuff. It's a continual process of upgrading, of updating. I do these live, but I still don't have a chat yet. Um, you know, there's there's so many things I, I need to do. So uh, I just much appreciated for everyone sticking around for any problems that I encounter or any things that I do wrong. Um, it's all uh, it's all very much appreciated. So I'm going to go into my little tip section here, and I got most of this information of these graphs of this data from participating and, and saving bookmarks on the podcast index Mastodon. I know I've given this tip before or this service highlight before, but um, there's no central authority for these things. There is no one place to go where it's like V for V stats. Um, so I have actually used the stats from griddlecakes.com um, slash N, uh, NS trends, which stands for namespace trends. And then he's got another one here, and this is uh, Ron Plouffe, and he's got another one called griddlecakes.com slash V4V trends. So this is uh, a, a helpful way to look at the data and kind of make sense of everything. Another website to uh, go to is stats.podcastindex.org slash V4V. I know it's not the um, easiest way of, of grabbing these things, but um, there's, that's another way. And then there's another one, livewire.io slash podcast. Um, uh, what's that? Dash index dash stats dash visualized with a Z in the uh, in the visualized. And that one, I can't remember who um, these graphs looks like. They're John Spurlock. So um, yeah, data provided by the podcast index visualized by John Spurlock. So all of these sorts of graphs. I found these out by saving bookmarks on the podcast index Mastodon. So if you're interested in these things, you kind of just need to hang around there and you'll start to get information and um, you will find things out. And my app service highlight for this week, uh, I actually want to call out um, Fountain because one of the things that they do is they have their podcast charts. And so every day, I believe they update this or at the very least every week. Uh, and it shows, you know, which are the, the hottest shows in terms of the amount being boosted into these shows, uh, which episodes in particular uh, are doing well. So if I just go here at the moment, it's uh, there's a no agenda show, there's a Linux unplugged, there's a Boostergram ball, there's a podcasting 2.0. Um, I can see uh, like a Christian one here. I can see a one, a financial one. 
Um, there's all sorts of, I can see one of Cole McCormick's shows on there as well. There's a lot of different things going on here. So um, that's a, a useful way. And then these boost section where you can see, okay, some people are boosting in, you know, relatively big amounts. Uh, 111,111 from Bitcoin rising to one of their favorite shows, obviously, Rabbit Hole Recap. What's that? That's probably $20, US. So, you know, the, these amounts, they, they do make a difference when they add up. So uh, very, very cool to see. And that's just another little app and service highlight I just wanted to give out. And then finally, the value for value section. Who am I going to give 15% of this week's boost and support to? Uh, I'm going to give it to Ron Plouffe because these charts that he have made, um, I've, I've used them pretty extensively and they have been very, very helpful. He wasn't the only one, of course, but um, I will actually uh, get John Spurlock um, and thank him in a in a separate episode, probably the, the, the next one that I was hinting at, the charts, the personal one, because there's some other charts um, which are pretty good for that, uh, which are more personal for me. But yeah, 15% for this week for, for him for creating these cool things. They're um, you know, it's something I would never be able to do myself, you know, accessing the podcast index API of knowing how to collect the data of creating a decent graph from this, of being able to automate it. All of this is stuff, which I don't know how to do yet is immensely valuable because we, we get some information on what's actually happening. What are these things being adopted? Are people using them? So, uh, 15% to him for this week. So thank you very much, my friend, Ron Plouffe. And I'm going to leave it there for today. Thank you everyone for joining another episode of the Value for Value podcast. Um, there's so many things I want to touch upon and just want to leave it on a high note of, you know, all of this stuff is getting adopted, but it's slow. And so if you come in red hot, just expect like it's going to take a little bit of time, but over time it will dramatically change your life. And I can say my life has changed dramatically in this you know, last three years since podcasting 2.0 has, uh, has risen up and in the last, uh, well, two and a half years that I've been an active participant in it, it has immensely changed my life and the value for value system is the, I, I think the way to go and, and, um, is for all sorts of reasons, but, um, from just what we've seen here today, it is growing, but it's a slow grow. So don't, uh, don't, uh, get too wild about it <laughs> and that's it. Thank you everyone for joining me until the next episode. Ciao for now. Kyron out.